Good morning and welcome to First Thing, the weekday top story podcast from Rosebud Media and the Mail Tribune. I'm your host, Ryan File, here most weekdays giving you a quick rundown of the top two or three stories of the day. So if you have, I don't know, five minutes to spare, here are the top stories for Thursday, July 12th, 2018. First up, a fight in April 2017 that involved at least one former Ashland High School football player and allegedly left students with concussions and a broken jaw is at the center of two legal complaints filed against the Ashland School District in recent weeks. The complaints accuse the district of negligence, malicious prosecution, and liability in its handling of the fight, which involved multiple Ashland High School students during school hours. Sam Dixon filed a tort claim in April on behalf of her son that alleged high school staff failed to protect him after he'd been threatened by other students. The students were upset about her son's use of the N-word at an off-campus party three days earlier, according to the complaint. Dixon claims that on April 18, 2017, her son, identified as MC in the lawsuit, was attacked in the AHS courtyard during school hours by students, including members of the football team, who had threatened him earlier that day. School administrators were aware of those threats and talked to both MC and the other students, but did not, quote, act on the information they were given by the person who initiated the attack on MC, the lawsuit claims. MC was treated for a concussion and other injuries, according to the claim. The claim alleges the district, quote, encouraged police to file charges against MC, which were later dropped after reviewing video footage, and that it expelled MC for a year, later shortened, on grounds and in a manner inconsistent with the district's expulsion policy. An amended version of the complaint filed June 29th dropped a third claim, alleging a violation of free speech rights. The damages sought total around $66,000. Dixon's lawyer declined to comment. The district referred comment to its lawyer, who said the district is, quote, certainly denying the allegations and raising certain defenses, but declined to comment further on the lawsuit. Next up, Oregon Governor Kate Brown used her visit Wednesday morning to the Rogue Valley to call for keeping pre-existing conditions covered under government-run health insurance. The Democratic governor gave a brief press conference in a courtyard behind Ashland's Planned Parenthood, flanked by supporters that included two local residents living with pre-existing conditions, who spoke before her remarks. I think their stories are a really important reminder about why it's important to fight for health care coverage, which is under attack from the current administration, the Donald Trump administration, Brown said. Brown noted that Oregon's insurance law, which would be unaffected by federal changes, does not allow insurers to exclude individuals from coverage for pre-existing conditions. Her repeated message, however, was that Oregonians should take that same stance to their federal representatives. And last up, just a real quick recap of current numbers on the Klamathon fire. As of this morning, the blaze burning near the Oregon-California border is 70% contained and is looking at a second straight day of unchanged acreage at 36,500 acres burned. Officials say we're still on for a July 15th full containment date. There is one area still under a level 2 beset evacuation advisory. That's the area east of I-5 covering Bureau of Land Management lands and private properties, west of the Jackson-Klamath County line, north of the Oregon-California border, and south of a line that extends from the intersection of I-5 and Mount Ashland Ski Road, due east to the Jackson-Klamath County line. 
There's also an area still under a level one be ready evacuation advisory. It's the area east of Interstate 5, covering BLM lands and private properties west of the Jackson-Klamath County line, north of that line that extends from the intersection of I-5 and the Mount Ashland Ski Road due east to the Jackson-Klamath County line, north to Highway 66. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good one.